listening to the Positive Professional Podcast with your host, me, Tracy Yvonne. This podcast is a weekly conversation about all things mental health, self-care, and wellness. And there'll be sprinkles of positivity, mindfulness, and guided meditations. Welcome back to season four, episode 12. If you truly want to achieve the best work-life balance, then it's essential that you know about the common misconceptions. Unfortunately, a lot of people are guided by these misconceptions and it prevents them from achieving their work-life balance. In this episode, we're gonna take a look at five most common misconceptions And once you're aware of these, you can dismiss them and focus on what you really need to do to achieve the right work-life balance. So the first one, it's all about time. Far too many people believe that they need to focus on their time management to achieve the right work-life balance. And I'm sure you've seen many time management solutions that claim that they are the answer to creating the right balance for your life. They're not, and they'll never will be. And how many times have you said that there's not enough hours in the day, days in the week, and so on? No doubt you've heard other people say this too. And we live in a time-obsessed culture. Lots of people believe that if they had more time, then they could achieve so much more in their lives. But this is rarely the case. Now, I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't pay attention to how you spend your time. In fact, people have shared on how to manage your time more effectively, and that's important. What I'm saying is that achieving work-life balance is not solely about the time that you have. Everyone has 24 hours in a single day, and what we do at that time is very crucial. And freeing up more time through better time management is only part of it. If you do not put this additional time to the best use, then you'll never achieve your work-life balance. So the second misconception is it's about balancing your work with your personal life. This kind of thinking is flawed for the following reasons. Number one, equalizing the time that you have between work and your personal life is impossible. Two, It's not possible to completely separate your work and personal life. And three, there needs to be trade-offs. So life will not allow you to spend equal amounts of time at your work and your personal life. It doesn't matter what your current situation is or where you're spending your time. It's just impossible to do this. We are conditioned to think about time too much. And I'm sure you've heard many times that you need to manage your time effectively and use your time wisely. This results in being obsessed with time and how much you spend doing one thing as opposed to another. This results in you comparing the amount of time that you spend with your loved ones to the time that you spend at work. Another comparison you'll tend to make is how much time you spend on yourself compared to work and your home life. All of these battles that you can never win. Some people try to categorize their lives into work and their personal life. This just never works, and it's not possible to completely make these separate. The issue is that you're involved in both things. 
So here are two questions that illustrate this point. Does your personal life affect your work life? If something goes wrong at work, do you experience negative emotions that can affect your personal life? The answer to both of these questions is yes. This is just no way that you can completely separate your work and personal life. You're emotionally invested in both your work and your personal life. So just accept this and understand that you cannot completely separate the two. Forget about the equalized seesaw thinking because this assumes that you can separate work from personal. It's never the question of one or the other. Life is a lot more complicated than that and trade-offs are necessary. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with trade-offs. They tend to get a bad rap, but they are necessary. Your priorities are going to change over time. And wanting to work is fine and it's not a bad thing. So forget about trying to balance everything and use trade-offs instead. And I'm going to share more in the next segment. common misconception is that there's a one-size-fits-all solution to work-life balance. It's simply not about working a fixed number of hours or keeping weekends free and being more productive and efficient. You are unique and so is your life. All of your circumstances such as what you want from your work and relationships and friendships that you have with those that you love is totally down to you. There isn't a set formula that you can apply to your life that will achieve the work-life balance. Another thing that you need to consider is that your work-life balance is going to change over time. There is another reason why there can never be a one-size-fits-all solution. As you progress through life, you can change what a work-life balance means to you, and you must do this. So now let's talk about boundaries and how people think creating boundaries at work could end your career. If you're a professional, then you may be reluctant to create boundaries at work. In order to help you with this, it's critical that you understand how boundaries work. In a nutshell, all boundaries are there to assist you to make sure that you have enough time and energy to achieve your priorities. With the right boundaries, you're more likely to succeed than fail. 
Too many people never say no to others at work. They let their bosses load them up with additional tasks because they believe that they will lose their respect if they don't do this. But when you take on too much, you're very likely to make mistakes. You will not only be doing any of the tasks well because you don't have time. When you say no in the right way to people at work, you gain their respect. They know that you will dedicate the necessary time to do things properly and they will receive great work from you. And this will help your career rather than hinder it. And the last misconception I'm going to share is that you lose your motivation for success. This is another classic one about work-life balance. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there that equate the term balance to not wanting to be successful. And while we understand that these kinds of perceptions exist in the workplace, we do not believe that they are true. It's no use being successful if you have to sacrifice your health or your personal relationships. You want to be able to enjoy your successes and share it with those you love. And there is nothing wrong with this. Wanting to create the right work-life balance will not diminish your motivation to succeed. If any of these misconceptions ring a bell, you now know it's time to do some self-reflection on how you can think differently about work-life balance. Thanks for listening and supporting this podcast. And make sure you're clicking the like and subscribe button. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Stay safe, be well, and don't forget to be the best version of you.